0: This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Free kicks is up next, but first, listen to this other fine OPI show. This week's episode of And Friends, things get a little wet and gushy.
1: We're going to be duking it out in a Reddit rumble of Would You Rather? And of course, we're going to be getting into all of the casino games we wish we could be playing right now. It's going to be all that and more on And Friends. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, OPIshows.com,
0: or wherever you find podcasts.
1: Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the radio misfits podcast network this is free kicks
0: and now free kicks free yes. kicks with illinois youth soccer associations director of coaching
1: adam howarth and rick kemper little pumped up little pumped up because i just watched uh, my my boys in red uh, Bayern, uh uh demolish leon um and uh Boy, have they uh, looked good! I mean, today was not as good as some of their other games have been, but uh, they're in the finals. The Champions League final is PSG against Bayern. Two of the biggest powerhouses in the world, and boy, am I excited about that!
0: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. So, so let me get this straight. You just yeah. follow the the best red teams? Is that how it works?
1: <laughs> so you had you
0: had the Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool last year, uh-huh. you know, Champions League winners. Yep. Looking pretty good for Bayern to be Champions League winners. Got a tough match. but So so basically you just follow the top teams. Is, that's what you're saying, right? Yeah,
1: you're saying I'm a, a bandwagon <laughs> guy. Uh, I'm not saying that. Well, <laughs> you're talking to well, a, the, a lifelong Cubs fan <laughs> for crying out loud. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's
0: true. It's a lot of red. There's a lot of red, and then one team with blue. So there you go. That's true. Now I (laughs) I
1: will say this: Uh, Bayern is not really my uh, Bundesliga team that I grew up rooting for. I just root for them because I'm German and they're the best German team. Um, But Eintracht Frankfurt was always my team growing up. Yeah, yeah. But I do, I do, uh, I do love watching this Bayern team play, and I have enjoyed watching them for the last ten years or more. I mean, they are just. Uh, they're very un-German, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean by that. They're not. Uh, they're not precision. They're not uh, you know militaristic. They they yep. play a beautiful game of football, don't you think?
0: No question. Very effective. I mean, that's one thing that you can always say. But they are. They're actually really good to watch. they they play attractive football. They they get the ball forward quickly. They've got some outstanding young players as well as some experience. They, they seem to have the the right mix. Uh, they got our favorite German-named coach in Hansi Fleck. Hansi Fleck! And, <laughs> who is just the best name ever. Um, and it's great. I mean, it, I can't see them not going all the way this year. Although it was interesting. I think I saw the statistic. This was... Um, they've actually lost their last four semi-finals in right. the Champions League.
1: They're always in the semi-finals. This was obviously
0: getting over. <laughs> yeah, they're always there. I mean, they're always there and thereabouts. And so them coming back, win it, winning this one convincingly against the Lyon team, I mean, let's be honest, extremely fortunate to be there.
1: Very much after so.
0: Beating Man, after beating Man City. I think they're, they're like mid-table in the French League right now. So although that finished, they're now Starting their league, I think I, I think I heard too that they're starting their league on Sunday. So I don't know what they would have done if they would have won. Probably had to play two games, you know, double double header. Wow,
1: well, I never uh, even thought of that. That I mean, that's how that's how sure the league was that Lyon was not going to go to the final. <laughs> that's true.
0: That's true. Obviously, no. they would have moved moved games, but yeah, it's just kind of funny how how everything's kind of rolling with 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 leagues starting and we're still finishing off last year's league. That's interesting.
1: I will say this about Bayern. Um, having watched them and I've watched them, you know, pretty consistently over the years. Yeah, their defense is a little scary. Mm-hmm. A- and they I can't remember them ever going up against a team that had the kind of speed that Neymar and Mbappe have up front for uh PSG. And that could get ugly and it could get ugly fast. If, yeah. if if they're not careful
0: yeah it could it could turn into like an eight six game yeah you know, eight six could. game it could it could be very high scoring
1: there will know, be no defense I, in this game
0: <laughs> yeah and they've converted you know basically midfield alfonso davis was a midfielder that's now playing left back right so you know they've converted all of these players you know boateng though was still very good today i thought he was, um, was he was Extremely but he's, solid
1: he's still slow though i mean i think you know Boateng is getting up there in age he's been around forever um and the same token uh you know Tiago uh yeah. at uh at PSG is my age i think he might be uh, <laughs> i think he might be 60 or somewhere in that area but he is an old man <laughs> so the two right. defenses are anchored by maybe guys that can't quite keep up with the speed up front
0: that's right that's right goes goes to our goes to our point where we could see a lot of goals, which for the neutral is fantastic. You know, it's it's going to be really good. I think the 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 difference that Bayern has is they got a fantastic goalkeeper. They do, and uh, they that that's that's going to help them. They may have a rubbish defense, but they got a really good goalkeeper, and that yeah. helps a lot.
1: And up front, um, they've got Coutinho, they've got yeah. Lewandowski, they got Thomas Miller. Uh, yeah. Ginabry, who scored
0: scored two today. Yeah, exactly. Scored two goals today, and the first one, one of the best goals you'll see all year.
1: Oh, came across the top
0: of the box, left foot into the top corner. I think he was getting, yeah, he was getting pushed off the ball when he did it. I don't know how you can
1: develop that kind of power um, when you're off balance like that. Yeah, you know what I
0: mean. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's had a really fantastic year. He, He was. He, was, he basically did in Chelsea as well in, in the quarter final in the round of 16 and has just been really, really solid. Uh, and then obviously you've got Lewandowski, who always finds a way to score a goal. Though, to be fair, it probably wasn't his best game today.
1: No, but the, it wasn't. But he but still the mark got of one. True, <laughs> yeah,
0: the mark of a true striker. You know, that's that's the thing. You know, when you look for the best strikers in the world, they can play poorly and still score a goal. How do you play? Uh, not too good. Did you score? Yeah, score scored two. Yeah. Oh, okay great did I, you did know, I hear right that he
1: scored 55 goals this year
0: yeah
1: in one year them. yeah amazing yeah. Uh, but so the other thing uh, is uh, PSG's goalkeeper had to leave the game last week um, or a couple of days ago uh, Navas is yes. hurt um, I don't know if he's going to be able to play um, but uh, if not that's a big loss for them too
0: yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I haven't heard recently if he's there. Uh, the, the backup goalkeeper, we probably don't know too much. I think it's Ariola. I don't know too much about him. So um, that's definitely going to be obviously a bit of an issue. Um, but, you know, um, ultimately, like we, we talked about, it's it's going to come down who could score the most goals, I think. And if they've got a weaker goalkeeper, I'm going to put my money on Manuel Noy for, for Bayern against any, any goalkeeper PSG puts in.
1: So, what's your uh, prediction?
0: I think it's going to be quite high scoring. I think I'm I'm looking at like a four-two game, something like that, which will be I think I think be great.
1: And you've got who winning?
0: Bayern, Bayern for sure. Yeah, yeah. Bayern's just got too much. Yeah, too much strength. Uh, they've got the players that they need. I mean, Mbappe can win the game for for um, for PSG. He's a difference maker.
1: He is. You know,
0: Neymar. I like him. Uh, but he does fall a lot. He's always on the ground, and that's really kind of hurt him, you know. And he's from, so annoying. Yeah, he really is.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I really know he's a super player and he's got tons of talent, but there has never been a bigger whiner uh, yeah. in a uh, in major soccer, and that is saying something. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, and and the and the interesting thing about him. Uh, his, was he when he went to PSG. He wanted to be the, the main guy. You know that was always the problem at, at Barcelona. He right. was always behind Messi and couldn't be the main guy. And, and realistically, when they signed Mbappe, you know he really kind of said he was the main guy. To be fair, he's the guy that's going to be the difference because when he came in, he were, he made the difference in that game against oh, Leipzig.
1: Yeah, yeah in know, fact, he was the uh, one, are... one changed things missed lots of chances and has over the last I've watched him now three games in a row and he's looked bad at times
0: yeah great finishing is not has been definitely a a weakness of him there's no question he can create things and get past defenders he has that ability but he he's not the type of guy that you're going to rely on to score he's not like a Lewandowski uh, a Gnabry who's going to score goals for you and you're really going to rely on some of the other players to do that so yeah, it's it's going to be a good game. Looking forward to it on Sunday.
1: All right, I've got it four to three Bayern, and okay. you've got it four All to right. two. So that could, uh, I think, you know, I'd love to see a four to three game, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be great. That'd be great. Two German managers too. So that's Two right. German managers. Thomas uh, Thomas Tuchel is the, the PSG manager. You know, I think he was. I mean, he was probably a few minutes away from losing his job. That's the crazy thing about it. Um, and now he's finding himself in the, in the final. And Amazing. Bayern
1: and Hansi Flick came in in the middle of the season this year. He that's right. he hasn't even been around for a whole year. That's so. right. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the other big final. Uh, Friday is uh, the Europa League final, and that's actually yeah. a pretty good matchup too.
0: Yeah, going to be a decent game, too. We've got Sevilla versus Inter Milan. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think probably it's fair to say Sevilla's probably a slight surprise to get in. Yeah, uh, Inter Milan looked extremely good oh, coming through with a fantastic uh, 5 nothing victory against uh, Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah, I think um, uh, so...
1: Man U was a little unlucky in that game against uh, yeah. Sevilla. Uh, but again, this is... Uh... Uh, this Sevilla ha, is a five-time winner of the Europa yeah. League. So. Yeah, they they
0: they find ways to get back to the final. You know, uh, uh, in terms of what they do over the course of the years, they're always there. This is this is their tournament. They've always competed extremely well. <laughs> it is weird, isn't
1: back, it? <laughs> yeah, because it's like An the uh, like the second-rate tournament. Uh, to yeah. dominate the second-rate tournament is really bizarre.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, when you, if you looked at it from youth soccer, it's like the the state cup and then you got the president's cup, right? It's still a a great worthy tournament to to win.
1: Yes, of course.
0: And, and what's easy and also very important is they added this extra carrot. So when the winner will automatically go into the champions league next year. Right. So that's kind of the, the change that took place. So that's, that gives them a little bit of an incentive to win. Um, Obviously, the teams like some of them have already qualified anyway. I'm not sure if Sevilla actually qualified or not in the Spanish league, but I think I know Inter uh, are through. But it's going to be a good game. You know, for me, the best player who who was who really I'm sure Man United are really upset about losing was uh, uh, Romelu Lukaku, who looked looked really good. And if you look at both games, he was probably the missing piece for Man United. They just needed that true number nine, a guy that could score when they needed to, because they had the chances in that game. Yep. And then in Inter, he scored. He scored a bunch. You know, he scored a couple, and was was really really good. I think I was looking at his statistics, kind of similar to Lewandowski. He's got thirty three goals this year,
1: yeah, uh, in yep.
0: fifty games. So he he's been phenomenal for them after he transferred over from Man United. So. Uh, yeah, and it actually, should be
1: another good game. Yeah, if for, for those of you who don't watch uh, Inter or has, have, haven't watched any of these Europa Cup uh, games, uh, Inter is basically like watching a, a Premier League team because yes. they've got Lukaku, they've got uh, Alexi Sanchez, uh, Ashley right. Young, Christian yeah. Eriksen, Victor <laughs> yeah, Moses that's right the coach Chelsea
0: man United
1: <laughs> the coaches uh, Conte who was at Chelsea right. I, I mean exactly. it is uh, if you're a if you're a fan of the Premier League uh, it's like watching a few seasons ago
0: that's true that's a very good point you know when you look at those players they've all come from the Premier League and have all been very successful and uh, yeah it's inter is has is, is played really well of, of late finished strong in the league and obviously you know, now they're probably, in my opinion, the favourites to win on Friday.
1: Uh, so, what what's your pick for this game?
0: Well, I think this is going to be a comfortable win. I, I don't think Sevilla gets close. I mean, they've gotten they've gotten lucky up until this point, but I, I kind of see it similar to what we saw today with with the uh, the buy-in match against Leon. So, I, I'm seeing a comfortable three nothing victory for
1: Inter. Okay, I've got it down as a two nil uh, victory, also because I just I just don't see how Inter's going to lose that game, but those, of yeah. course, are the the, <laughs> the the worst thing you could possibly say. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. There's
0: no way Man United should have lost to Sevilla. Exactly. The, that, or
1: Man City. You know, right. when the, I couldn't believe they lost. That was oh. like, what in the world happened there? Yeah. Uh, no, that was tough. That was tough. All right. So let's talk about uh, the latest news. Uh, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. the uh, the league is starting up soon. Now, the Premier League doesn't start up on Sunday. Um, but it starts up in just a few weeks and teams, uh, players are moving around. There will be players missing. There will be uh, new players. What are some of the, what's some of the hubbub you're hearing?
0: Yeah. So it's just kind of been trying to follow a little bit about what's happening. I mean, in fact, probably the big news for me, and I was really happy for him in terms of kind of the review from last year was that Kevin DePointer was the player of the year. Um, I thought that was pretty telling, um, especially because you had obviously all the Liverpool players that had such a fantastic season. Right. Um, but um, for me, Kevin De Bruyne, and, and again, unfortunately, going back to their 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 quarterfinal loss um, to to Leon, he has been by far the best player in the Premier League. And I'm uh, he's even though in that game he was the only one that looked like he was going to score as well, uh, he just but they can't had carry Manchester. Top.
1: I mean, I. I think Pep outsmarted himself in that game. He had he had De Bruyne playing forward, um, and, yeah. and usually he plays back a little so that he can take the ball up.
0: Yeah, we could do a whole podcast on that one. I mean, in terms of the tactical uh, nuances of what Pep did, like you said, he I think he outthinks himself sometimes. I yeah. can see where he was worried about what Leon did, but. Ultimately, and I think one of the the commentators said this. Ultimately, they're Manchester City. They don't need to change yes. for everybody. Right. They've got the players. Let's just go out there and outplay them. Um, that but, is that is know. the
1: secret of Bayern Munich, right? Yeah, is they don't really care how the other team plays. They stay with their way of playing, and they say we're just going to be better.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, biggest thing. You know. Um, if, if they win the game, you know if, if if Man City wins that game, you know there's there's every chance they could be in the final. You know instead of buying, you absolutely, know, and there's no there's no reason. Um, but I was I was really happy that um, you know that uh, Kevin de Bruyne was able to win that because I think he was by far has been the best player and certainly for me is definitely one of the best players to watch. I, I really
1: enjoy watching. Yeah, very him, very so. deserving of that. But, oh, yeah, wow.
0: exactly. But in terms of transfers, there's been a couple, a little bit of activity. Probably a key one. I know we talked about him in the previous uh, podcast, and was uh, Joe Hart, the former England Manchester City goalkeeper. He's found somewhere to play.
1: Next Where's year.
0: that? You know, so he's just signed with Tottenham Hotspur.
1: Really? So he's
0: going to be the the backup. Yep, yeah, he got a free transfer over from Burnley. Okay, and uh, he's going to be fighting for the backup position. You know, so, you know, obviously Hugo Lloris is the main uh, goalkeeper there, right. the French national goalkeeper. He's getting on a little bit, but obviously we all know goalkeepers have a little bit of a longer life. Well, Joe Hart's getting on a little to bit, too. That's true. That's true.
1: <laughs> well, that I
0: mean, that's, he, he was that's getting on without a team.
1: <laughs> that's good for him, though. I'm happy so to I'm hear happy that.
0: for him, yeah. Yeah, I was really happy for him that he found uh, some, somebody to, pl- to play for because he, he's, certainly, he's certainly worthy of being a, a backup. Uh, there's no question. Um, and then the other big one was Aaron Ramsdale. He was the goalkeeper for Bournemouth. He was pretty highly touted. He did, had a pretty decent season, although obviously he faced a lot of shots. Yeah, uh, just got re- a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of practice. Just signed with Sheffield United, uh, which is interesting because Sheffield United had uh, Manchester United's Dean Henderson as the goalkeeper this past year, but I, Manchester United have brought him back. Oh. So whether whether or not that uh, may have something to do with De Gea, we, we'll have to wait and see.
1: Interesting. But, uh, I
0: think I think there could be some some movings on there in terms of what's going on.
1: You know, if I was Manchester United, I think at this point I would prefer Dean Henderson to De Gea. Yeah.
0: I agree. I agree. I mean, in terms of consistency, he had a great season. He's probably him and Nick Pope are probably the, the two stronger English goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. You've got Jordan Pickford as well, but he's been a, a little bit in and out. So uh, within that, um, you know, that's going to be an interesting uh, situation there. But uh, but otherwise than that, there's not too much going on yet. There's going to be, I'm sure, some more movement Chelsea have, you know, they're still kind of sniffing around uh, <laughs> the Jaden, the, sniffing around pretty much every player possible, right? Um, and still looking at defenders and goalkeepers. Uh, the uh, Oblak, the goalkeeper for Atletico Madrid, has been one person that they're looking at, as well as some other goalkeepers potentially. And then I think Dean Henderson was a goalkeeper that they were looking at as well, and uh, other goalkeepers. I'm sure they're going to be. Any any goalkeeper that's on the lookout will be probably uh, uh, linked with Chelsea at some point. So, um, but actually, yeah, so
1: I heard a couple of, of uh, things this morning. Um, mm. uh, I heard well, this is kind of interesting to American soccer fans, but uh, yeah, that Wes McKinney has been pulled from the Shulka squad uh, doing practices and stuff because they think he's going to the Premier League. Interesting. And the team that is talking to him is Southampton, hmm. which would could be, be kind of, rule. that'd We're be good. an interesting move, wouldn't it?
0: I think that'd be a great move for him. Really good. Cause he's going to play a lot and that's the biggest thing. You know, he could easily, could he go to a Manchester city or a man United? Yeah, probably, but he's just going to be a squad player. Right. So he's, you know, this, this opportunity will give him a chance to, to really get there and move forward. So yeah, that would be, that would be really pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think Chelsea, like going back to them, talking about players, centre-backs, You know, they're, everybody's they're talking with, there's Conor Gallagher is the English midfielder that they're kind of talking about, maybe converting some players. There's Ben White, who was formerly uh, with Brighton. Well, he's currently with Brighton. He's uh, a defender that they're looking at, as well as Lewis Dunk. So they're looking at some young English defenders as well as uh, maybe some
1: overseas defenders as Did well. Did I hear so, Declan Rice as a possibility?
0: Declan Rice, yes. Yeah. So Declan Rice, there's a, there's a great picture. So Declan Rice was at the academy at Chelsea. So if we would have gone to Chelsea 10 years ago, uh-huh. 10, 12 years ago, we probably would have seen him play like we saw all those other young kids. Right. Playing. And he was playing with – he's good friends with Mason Mount, who's currently obviously a big star on Chelsea's first team. And there was a picture that I saw, uh, Christian Pulisic was there. He, w- he went to Chelsea, I think, as a 12-year-old on trial for about a week or two weeks. Chelsea didn't end up signing him because I think he ended up going, obviously, to uh, to um, Prussia P- 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 Dortmund. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, there's a great picture of those three standing next to each other. Oh, so, amazing. Yeah. yeah, they could all be playing with each other. Which but now he's not court. really
1: a center back, right? Isn't he more of a midfielder?
0: He is a midfielder, but uh, again, that's the other talk that he potentially might go back and play centre back. I don't know. You know, you know, they're doing. A, they're, there's a lot of talk of converting of different players, kind of like a Fernandinho situation, who was playing obviously centre mid for Man City for such a long time, but ended up pushing him into uh, centre back. But that partly was due to the fact that they were struggling in the back considerably.
1: Well, I think uh, I think Chelsea's been struggling in the back. Uh, Rudiger uh, is very hit and miss, and and yeah. uh, the, the the sad thing about it is he's the guy that is recruiting all these great German players to come to Chelsea. Uh, yeah. Bermer, uh, uh, also uh, Kai Havertz, and yes, um, and yes. they're they're coming because they're talking to Rudiger, saying this is a great place for the crowds. That's right,
0: that's right, exactly. I'm allowed to say
1: that, I'm allowed <laughs> yeah. to say that. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, no question. And, and, and finally, and really the last one, and probably this could be the biggest one of all, is Lionel Messi. You know, he, he could be on the way somewhere. You know, they've just announced Ronald Koeman as the new manager. Yep. You know, pretty much, I don't think the, uh, the, the manager... The old manager Setien was able to get out of the stadium before he got fired. I mean, it was <laughs> right. that quick. Right. Um, and so, Kuhn's going to have his work cut out with him to try to keep uh, Messi to stay. And they're talking Manchester City. He joining with Guardiola, so maybe that. Oh could
1: boy, be, uh, that's all. That's that all be. Man City needs is Messi. for Crying out I loud. Know. Although you know yeah. it is the, it wouldn't it be nice to watch him every Saturday or Sunday?
0: I tell you what, I would definitely love to see him. I'd love to see him in the Premier League, and this this is going to be the best opportunity for him to have for it to happen. So, um, I he's, would love to see him play.
1: He's the biggest superstar that never played in the Premier League.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. When you think of Cristiano Ronaldo, had such a go- a long career there. Uh, you know, obviously Neymar's not played, and Mbappe. Maybe those are the two next ones that we're,
1: we're trying. Oh, they're to push, young. They're still young. They're, yeah, I mean. they're
0: young. Exactly.
1: But. All right. Well, listen. Uh, this is uh, this is exciting. Um, we have uh, we have more business to take care of, and we're going to do a game called, I guess, the Champions League Star, which you're going to just love. Um, That's great. And we'll talk about some other things, but we do need to take a break. We'll be right back after this. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. And on the next Back to You, Steve, we're going to have a fascinating conversation with an acting coach. Her name is Amy Linden. And if you want to become an actor, she can tell you all about how to get there. Uh, Even me, you think? Well, that could be her greatest challenge to date. But I think she knows the way. (laughs) The problem is I have an outer voice But do I have an inner voice? We'll find out. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you. Available on Spotify, opashows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I can't wait for that one. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> on this week's Minutiaman Celebrity Interview. Rick, we talked to perhaps the most prolific female voiceover artist in history. Really? Yeah. She's the voice of Speedy in the Elka seltzer mm-hmm. She's the aliens in Toy Story. Mm-hmm. She's Jimmy Neutron. Mm-hmm. We talked to Voice over extraordinaire, Debbie Derryberry. Listen to Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. It's pretty easy. And we're back. Lots of stuff happening in terms of uh, news here in Chicagoland and in Illinois. So why don't we uh, dive, dive into that pool real quick here?
0: Yep. And now the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer, soccer, news. soccer news with Coach Adam.
1: So, any new uh, hand me downs from the governor this week?
0: <laughs> no, nothing. No, nothing changed too too much. Okay. Obviously, we were we we're dealing with the numbers situation, so that was a slight change. Um, but uh, we're moving forward. So, giving some some groups some opportunities to to work on their interest inter club. Uh, games and, and different things as well. Uh, but probably for me, the, the the exciting part of it is I'm going to be back under the pitch a little bit. So um, we're going to be doing some coaching education courses. So we actually have our very first one starting on this week, tomorrow, and uh, we'll be doing it virtually the first two hours. And then we come back on Saturday morning and do a two-hour coaching education with all of the coaches on the on the field so that'll be there in Arlington Heights so we're really excited to do that so we've got a couple of courses going on and we're splitting it with uh, we're calling it blended learning so it's two hours on a computer and then two hours on the field so it makes it a little bit easier for people's schedules Uh, so they're not spending four hours rather than just two hours at a time and uh we're going to be very busy, so our opportunity of this with this nice weather to try and get out. Obviously, we're going to be following all the social distancing, the the face mask rules, and all that kind of stuff, and our protocols are going to be heavy in effect. But uh, we're excited to get back on the pitch, working with the coaches.
1: Sounds good. And and uh, the face mask rule is: while you're playing, you don't have to wear one, right? Um, correct, correct. But all the coaches on the sidelines have to wear them, and any any person that is watching also has to wear one.
0: Right. So basically, you know, for the players, when they're walking to the field, they should be wearing one when they're finished. When they're, when they're close to each other, they should be wearing them. Sounds like part and of your warm-up
1: uh, outfit, really.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, exactly. A lot of lot of the clubs I've seen are, are embroidering different things and having their own yeah,
1: our club uh, did. logo
0: on them. That's great. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So uh, having the logo on there and, and it's just kind of part of the part of the kit now. Yeah, so that's kind of how it, how it works. Um, so it's good to see that. So, you know, the, the kids are doing a really good job as well of the clubs in terms of, of staying on top of those protocols. And, and, I, and I know I've spoken with quite a few club directors in the past past week with questions. And I've always I always mention this. We, we have a, a kind of a an open virtual hour. So uh, we do this at 9 a.m. Uh, Marek is sitting at his computer at 9 to 10 a.m. So if anybody wants to jump on Zoom, they just follow the link on our website and then I'm there in the evening. So if anybody wants to come and chat, I'll be there uh, to talk about anything really other than. Uh, complaining about referees i don't talk (laughs) about that
1: (laughs) i can't believe uh, anyone would complain about referees that i find (laughs) hard to believe
0: i know i know but otherwise than that i'm good you know if you need help with coaching sessions or what can i do i've got a a group of nine-year-olds i need some help i'm there to help you so just jump on the zoom I'm there just sitting there looking at myself, if, if, if anything else.
1: That sounds so kind it of pathetic. <laughs> it is. That's,
0: well, that's the thing. I mean, that's the, the tough thing about where we're at. You know, Adam
1: needs a friend. Can you read through <laughs> the lines here? He needs a friend.
0: It's it's my virtual hours, Rick. It's not need a friend time. It's, it's my, my office hours, actually. So there you go. Okay. Exactly.
1: Well, it's time for your favorite game. Uh, let's play the audio. Right now, to guess the Premier League star. Although we're going to switch it around a little bit because uh, it is uh, Champions League time. So instead of yeah. doing a a Premier League star, uh, we're going to do a Champions League star. And I will tell you this as a hint: is not a Premier League player. Okay, okay. Good. Gotcha. All right. And and here's another bigger hint: um, this player has played or is playing on one of the teams in the Champions League final or the Europa final, and has been on one of the teams in the other final as well. Okay. Okay, So there are only four teams there. He has been on two of those four teams.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, All right. He has played more than 400 games in his career. It's actually, I think, 420 games. And in those 420 games, he has scored five goals.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So he might be a defender.
1: He might be. (laughs) He might be. He is one of the oldest active players. He is the captain of his team and also the captain of his national team.
0: Okay. All right. Would this player be for Bayern Munich?
1: No. Okay. His team in fact lost 7 to 1 to Germany in 2014 in the World Cup. Gotcha. But he missed that game because of too many yellow cards.
0: All right. So he is Brazilian. He is all right, may need one more clue.
1: He is one of two players in this weekend's final named Tiago.
0: <laughs> I believe that is Tiago Silva.
1: Very good. I thought I was going to have to give you his last name too. <laughs> no,
0: that's all right. I kind of thought it. I thought I kind of who it was in the previous one, but I just wanted to make sure. So okay, that's all right. Yeah. But like, right. that's it. He's only scored five goals. Isn't that something? Kind of yeah.
1: So who were you yeah, thinking kind of on Bayern?
0: I was thinking of Boateng. Actually, yeah. I didn't. I don't know if he played that. I know he's older. And that's who I was thinking. It might have been him. Obviously, with only five goals, he doesn't score that many. But he no, that's true. A few more, you know. But but yeah, looking at uh, Tiago, he's played on a lot of teams. You know, he he's, he's played in Italy, played in Portugal for a little bit. Right, and guess uh, what team he
1: played for in Italy?
0: Uh, AC Milan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought he played right. for Inter Milan. Oh really?
0: No, I think it was AC. I'll no. have to
1: check. No, well then one yeah. of my clues was incorrect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> I meant the
1: city. That's a close yeah, enough. Yeah, he, he, he played it,
0: He played in Milan. That's uh, for
1: sure. Yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to make it as hard as possible for you. All yeah, right, no uh, this is kind of uh, meaningless to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Here we go. Now, time right. for Adam's
0: weekend soccer TV tip. tip.
1: I'm not even going to guess. I'm just going to wait for you to tell me. What is the game we should watch this weekend?
0: Well, there's only one game to watch, and it's got to be Sunday. It's certainly not the French League starting up, that's for sure. No. It's got to be the Champions League final. Probably, realistically, when you look at games, this is probably the second biggest match of the, you know, every four years. You know, obviously they have it every year, but behind the World Cup final, this is probably the second biggest match. you can watch so um yeah it's got to be sunday two o'clock make sure you you work your schedule to be able to sit down in front of the computer television whatever you're watching it on Bayern munich psg you've heard all the information should be an absolute cracker of a match i'm really excited about watching it
1: it will be a cracker that is for sure uh, and next week we're going to come back and we're going to do our, our show wrap up, our, our, yeah. our season wrap up. Um, but, uh, be sure you tell a friend about this show. If you enjoy it, uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, go to opishows.com, wherever you find podcast search for radio misfits and subscribe to the show. Then you'll know when we're back for the new season as well. Cause it'll just show mm-hmm. up on your phone. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lozano, with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H, shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week for our season wrap-up of free kicks this opi podcast was recorded at an earlier date some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances consult your local health authorities for the latest on covid19 proceeding was a presentation of opi productions find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts including opi shows.com Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions.
0: Tony, can you shut up? On
1: this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Rick, move out of the way. Here comes a bear. German nudists. Pubic hair beer. Mm. My brush with a A-list celebrity comedian. And a snippet from our interview with voiceover guru, Debbie Derrier. All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. If you missed L- Los Anno L- or La- Los, Los an-o and friends, here's what you missed. I was going up an escalator. One of my pet peeves is when people just stand. Dan, at- it's a people mover. It's supposed yes. to help you go, not uh, ride. Right. Are oh. you ready? Stand. Move to the right. Or just keep walking, lazy ass. Some people may have bad knees and stairs are hard, so I'll I give get them. This <laughs> guy, this guy, yeah, this guy didn't have the hell are radio misfits get more losano and friends losano now on losano.com good luck trying to spell losano or whatever it's called coming up on the next episode of the car guys report informed automotive we talk about a chevy blazer that's sold for a ridiculous amount Plus, a discussion about alternatives to the latest Porsche 911. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lozano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio
0: Misfits Podcast Network.